48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories. Health officials say they'll get close contacts of coronavirus patients into quarantine more quickly after criticism about recent delays. The Chief Secretary calls on people not to politicise a requirement for civil servants to take an oath of allegiance. And the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine gets authorised for emergency use in the United States. Authorities say close contacts of coronavirus patients will be sent into quarantine more quickly amid criticism that inefficient arrangements had led to a woman dying at home while she waited to be sent to quarantine centre. Violet Wong reports. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says a recent surge in COVID-19 cases had put a strain on resources, telling a radio programme that evacuating residents from several COVID-hit buildings had also added to health officials' workloads. The Department of Health says it sent more than 400 people into quarantine on some days in the last week, double the amount they usually process. Professor Chen says the department is speeding up their work and aims to send people into quarantine within one day. She said more Department of Health staff had been deployed and the Fire Services Department has been asked to provide vehicles to help ferry people to quarantine centres. Chief Secretary Matthew Cheung says people should not politicise the requirement that civil servants take an oath of allegiance to the basic law and the SAR. Speaking on a radio programme, he said taking the oath won't put civil servants in a difficult position and believes most of the 180,000 civil servants will comply with the requirement. It's absolutely a basic responsibility. People should not look at this from a biased point of view. It's nothing special. It's like asking you to support your company in an employment contract. When you work for a company, mustn't you wholeheartedly want the company to develop? Mr Cheung also refused to be drawn on whether civil servants will be still able to take part in demonstrations, only saying there are existing rules for government workers and it's important for them to stay politically neutral. Dozens more Chinese companies have been added to a U.S. government trade blacklist denying them access to American technology. Among them are China's top chipmaker, SMIC, which the U.S. says is linked to the Chinese military, a charge previously denied by the company. The BBC's Samira Hussain reports. In his final weeks in office, U.S. President Donald Trump is increasing pressure on Chinese companies. The newly included firms on the so-called entity list include China's top chipmaker, and the country's largest drone manufacturer. Washington and Beijing have been embroiled in a tit-for-tat trade war for the last few years. This latest move is seen as an attempt by Mr. Trump to cement his legacy as a president who was tough on China. After markets closed, President Trump signed legislation into law that would ban companies from U.S. markets if they failed to meet American accounting standards. The bill's sponsors say it's aimed at Chinese companies, including Alibaba. Americans will soon have a second vaccine available to inoculate them against coronavirus after the Food and Drug Administration approved the vaccine developed by Moderna. Distribution of almost 6 million doses is expected this weekend, with vaccinations possible as early as Monday. Rural areas are likely to benefit in particular because Moderna's vaccine doesn't need to be kept at the ultra-cool temperatures required for the Pfizer-BioNTech jab. U.S. infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci has warned that anti-science and anti-vaccination attitudes could undermine efforts to defeat the pandemic. He said the situation was difficult and the only answer was to be as open and transparent as possible. You have what's almost an instinctual pushing back on things that are so obviously scientifically correct, where you have such divisiveness that people are essentially 
developing their own set of facts as opposed to the facts as they exist and interpreting the facts. It's been very frustrating. Dr. Fauci was speaking after the Vice President Mike Pence was injected with the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine live on television in an attempt to boost public confidence in the jab. A US Senate report has found that officials at Boeing inappropriately coached federal test pilots during a program to recertify the company's flawed 737 MAX aircraft. The planes were grounded worldwide in March last year, following two deadly crashes that killed 346 people. The BBC's Lebo de Seco reports. In a damning report, senators alleged that the FAA and Boeing worked together to influence the outcome of tests during the process to recertify the 737 MAX plane. The tests took place in July 2019 to see if pilots could react quickly to faulty software implicated in the two deadly crashes. At least one test event was found to have been improperly influenced by Boeing. The findings come just weeks after US regulators cleared the plane to fly once more. In a statement, Boeing said that it takes seriously the committee's findings and will continue to review the report in full. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past one. Italy is imposing a nationwide lockdown over much of the Christmas and New Year period. It's hoping to prevent a third wave of the coronavirus in Europe's worst affected country. BBC's Mark Lowen reports. The first country in the world to impose a national lockdown in March has tried to avoid a repeat during the second wave, opting instead for targeted measures in specific regions. But Italy's infection rate is not coming down quickly enough, and the government is worried about Christmas. Between the 24th of December and the 6th of January, restaurants and bars will close. Except for four days in that period, most shops too will shut. People can receive a maximum of two others in their homes. The new measures come on top of the closure of ski resorts and quarantine for all arrivals into Italy from Monday until the 6th of January. In a televised address to the nation, Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte said the festive period would be challenging. I assure you that this is not an easy choice to make. It's a painful decision, but it's necessary to strengthen our restrictions so we can better face the upcoming holidays, and that will allow us to restart things in January. The Brazilian construction firm Odebrecht is changing its name years after its involvement in the country's biggest ever corruption scandal. The company says it will now be known as Novanor. The BBC's Emily Horler reports. The name Odebrecht has become synonymous with one of the most far-reaching corruption scandals in history. An investigation known as Operation Car Wash revealed extensive bribery by the firm. It brought down dozens of business and political leaders, including the former Brazilian president, Luis Inácio Lula da Silva. In 2016, Odebrecht executives eventually admitted to bribing politicians across the continent in exchange for major contracts with the oil giant Petrobras. Now the firm will go by a new name, Novanor. The company says the change is not an attempt to erase the past, but it's the result of five years of transformation. To sport and in football, Liverpool head to Crystal Palace in tonight's first Premier League game with a chance to go six points clear at the top of the table. Reds boss Jurgen Klopp has a chance to cap a week of victories. On Thursday, he was named FIFA Coach of the Year. Klopp said he was surprised to have beaten Bayern Munich's Hansi Flick to the accolade. I'm... Grateful for it, obviously. For the first moment, it was um, like everybody else. I was looking a little bit wide-eyed. I didn't expect it, not at all. I thought Hansi Flick won pretty much everything in the last year. 
that that would be the case. It's a special thing for my coaches and me. They are buzzing. And actually, if you would have asked me, are you the world's best coach? I would have said, no. Do you have the world's best coaches around you? I would have said, yes. The Arsenal boss, Mikel Arteta, is marking his first year in the job this week, but there'll be little celebration for the Spaniard. His side lie a lowly 15th in the table ahead of their overnight game against Inform Everton. With no wins in six matches, Arteta acknowledges that there are no easy solutions. It's been one of the most challenging years of the club's history for many, many different reasons. I think that we have made a lot of progress. We have gone through structural changes all across the club and I think it could have been a really really positive year but the reason forming the Premier League is taking the gloss of what we've done. We have to accept that the Premier League form in recent weeks is not been good enough. In Formula One, the chemicals giant Ineos is buying a one-third share in world champion Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes team. The British company, which also has interests in football, cycling and sailing, will hold an equal share with Daimler and team principal Toto Wolff. In cricket, India have the upper hand in their day-night test against Australia in Adelaide and are looking to build on the 53-run first-innings lead. India had pinned the hosts back to 79 for five before the Australian tail rallied to close at 191 all-out. Ravi Ashwin claimed four wickets for 55 for India. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Health officials say they'll get close contacts of coronavirus patients into quarantine more quickly after criticism about recent delays. The Chief Secretary calls on people not to politicise a requirement for civil servants to take an oath of allegiance. And the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine gets authorised for emergency use in the United States. The news from RTHK. Alright, let's get some Christmas music, classic rock style. Here's little Twisted Sister. Oh, come, all ye faithful.
the government provides public COVID-19 testing services through different channels. Those without symptoms but feel they have a higher risk of exposure can visit designated public clinics or other distribution points to obtain free test kits. Those having compulsory tests can visit community testing centers for free testing. The centers also provide self-paid services to those needing test reports for personal use. If feeling ill, see a doctor promptly and don't go elsewhere. Radio 3. Let's get another Christmas one in here. Here's Queen. Thank God for Christmas. Then we got a request for some Garth Brooks. Leave a share 